0: It's true, it's happening. Hi there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to yet another cracking instalment of the map Brown Show. This is the Built in California series, where I'm bringing you some cool founders doing amazing things, changing the world in their own way. Uh, with me on the line is the founder of Mighty Networks, Gina. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for I didn't realize this was a California series. I'm like so excited and honored to be a part of that.
0: It's changed everything now, <laughs> you know. It's so cool. It's so funny. Like, uh, it's a funny thing you're touching on because I think there's like you're in the community business, which we'll get into. Um, I yeah. think you are anyway. But with uh, the community enablement uh, space. But I was chatting to uh, founder Billy uh, Brush. He's the founder of like the Dark horse.ai It's like incredible, okay. like amazing stuff. Amazing. And he was like, "Dude, I really love this built in California story. I think it's really, really cool." So clearly, like in uh, in California, there's a lot going on. Which, by the way. Um, a fun fun fact. Uh, you know, most of the funded startups, something like sixty percent, are in the US, are in in California, Palo Alto, and obviously other parts of it. But California being the the yeah. kind of hotbed, so great to have you here. Those are true statements. Yeah. So, man, um, and I had
1: absolutely nothing to do with it. I was I was born here, <laughs> so I just basically like looked around and stuck around, and I'm like, oh, hey.
0: I know, right? There's some cool
1: stuff going on.
0: Guilty by association, right? Oh my word! <laughs> so, um, you're doing amazing things. Um, I've been, uh, I actually, we should chat anyway uh, about what Mighty Networks could do f- with the Matt Brown show specifically. Sure. But, um, but for our viewers and audience around the world, you haven't like used this Mighty Network, Gina, if I don't get like. Give us the elevator pitch. Like, give us the origin story, backstory to like who you are and like what led to the genesis of Mighty Networks.
1: Sure. Well, let me start with the elevator pitch because I, f- I feel like that was like the first point in this. So Mighty Networks is a new kind of no-code community platform. And our goal with it is to unlock absolutely amazing communities that are mastering something interesting or important together. And we do that by offering the things you'd expect from a community platform, chat, feed, content, humans, DM, but we have also done something kind of different, uh, which is we also let you create online courses so that, for example, you can have your courses and community together in one place. Uh, Also, the ability to run paid memberships or private memberships. And so you can essentially create not just you know, a chat community or a feed-based community and have it live in someone else's world, you also have it under your brand, instantly available on every platform. And, you know, our ultimate goal is to unlock and usher in a new era of millions of unique and interesting and different kinds of communities such that every single person that joins a network on mighty looks around and just has an experience where they're just like, Oh, wow. I'm surrounded by amazing people. And more importantly, like we have a big purpose. We have a a motivation for being here together and we can do stuff. This isn't just about talking. This is about doing and how we surface the most relevant members to each other, how we help, with software to break the ice and give literally everybody around their most important things in their life, whether it's their career, whether it's health or wellness or other important interests, just this ability to look around and be like, "Oh my God, like I'm gonna be able to do something really special, not just here in you know on my on my app or you know on my on my phone or computer, but because of the connections that I'm making." And as a result of that, this community is getting more and more valuable with every new person who joins and contributes.
0: Amazing. Great elevator pitch. So there's a lot of communities out there. And I think this is a key thing I want to land straight out the gate because obviously you guys have raised a significant amount of capital um, and you are obviously doing something that's different. So I think Mm -hmm. this is a very important point to start with. So. I don't think that, um, you know, there's a lack of communities out there. If you like Facebook groups, just being like, there's bazillions, right? Um, there's the dad's mom of a dad's group for Castle Rock here where I am in, in Denver and so forth. Um, and it seems on the face of it all that the world doesn't need another community. However, you are obviously doing something that's different in this community's yeah. space. So what is that point of difference from your perspective? Right.
1: It, it, look, it's a great question. Um, you know, in, increasingly, all of us have a, a precious finite resource, and it's our time, you know, and and what we pay attention to. Uh, here's what's fascinating about every community platform. And I've, I've worked in this world, I've lived in this world, like anybody who knows me or has worked with me will tell you one thing, which is, the lady seems pretty obsessed with communities like like she seems pretty into it. And I am. And when you look at the platforms that exist out there that that we've come to define as community platforms, whether that's Facebook group or, or Slack or Discord, just to, to name three. Um, every single one of them has been built for people who already know each other. They've been built for people who already know each other. So Facebook groups, I've had a front row seat to them for you know the last 15 years. Um, the feature set of Facebook groups has not changed since I started following them. has not changed. It was a product that was built to support a platform that connected people who already knew each other. Now take Slack. Slack is a platform. Super, super important one, super valuable one that is built for people who work together, specifically small teams that work together. What is the characteristic of small teams that already, like, work together? They already know each other. Take Discord. Discord was built for groups of friends who already know each other by definition. If you're friends, you probably have met, who are playing games together, playing video games together. But here's the thing as each and every one of us are spending more and more time online, especially in the last two and a half, three years, where it's like we've all become a little feral on some level because we're like, oh, wait, we can leave our house and see each other's faces. It's kind of weird. So when you look at and think about what a community demands in 2022 and beyond, you actually have to create communities that are designed to help people meet each other and build relationships with each other and collaborate with each other and do things together that ultimately allow someone the opportunity to achieve results and transformation in their lives that's nearly impossible to do on your own, but really easy to do in a community. And so when you kind of come back to, Sure. Oh, we're, we're in a lot of communities or there's a lot of communities platforms. I would argue that 99.9% of them are not great. They are, they are a limit. They they limit the possibilities of what is, what community can mean in a time and a moment where we're spending time online we have a supercomputer in our pocket and we're starting to come back into the real world. So what do I mean by that? Well, start to think about what could happen if you show up at a community and again, online or, or in real life, like even just the ability to get people together in a, in a geographic location in a way that doesn't require someone in the group or the group admin to have to organize everything and follow up with everybody and like, hey, are you going to come? Like, are you going to be here on our live chat? Like, what, it, you know, all of that work. What if software could take that off your plate? And what if software immediately by answering, like, you answering just a few questions could connect you with the most relevant people in that, in that community, those, those, the most relevant dads in Castle Rock? This is a vision for where things are going. Some of it we have today. Some of it we're building. Some of it we're thinking about building. But fundamentally, when you, when you take community from the place of what kind of world can we live in when software can play the role of amazing host? And software can get, can, can get smart about who wants to meet each other. And how not only do you surface people for quick swiping, but actually help orchestrate relationships in ways that feel awesome. What's possible? Could we invent new things? Absolutely. Could we create new cultures? Absolutely. Could we build new scenes that exist online and in real life? Absolutely. Could we unlock solutions to some of our biggest problems that exist? Absolutely. And so I don't believe there is a more important area of software to build. I do not believe that there is a more important area of time spent than whether it's hosting communities or whether it is being a contributing member of them. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: So, um, I love what you're saying and I resonate a lot with that because Mm -hmm. if I may speak completely freely, like I fucking hate Facebook. Like I, like I hate, are
1: you serious? Yeah. You're so like, you're, you're in the minority.
0: Yeah, I know, but I don't care. Judge me, people. I don't give a shit. No, I,
1: that that but, was sarcasm. That was
0: no, a joke. Oh right, okay. The tide but, is like, turned
1: on Facebook, and okay. and the tide is turned on Facebook groups. Can, the I areas you,
0: are... can I tell you how I actually the backstory for our audience here? So I actually found yeah. I was looking for because because I hate Facebook. So here's why. I, I, I there's always the narrative around like what they're doing with the data and all that stuff. But here's my thing in the context of communities. I have to pay. To build the community, I have to then pay again to access that community. So, if you are an entrepreneur or a founder or a solopreneur, or maybe you're a creative person who just wants to, you know, have the community of their own, the economics don't work. Facebook is now 15 plus years old. It's time for something new. And Ooh. I hate the idea. Like if you think about the Matt Brown show, um, it's like I have the audience's attention because I built that. Like Facebook's not gonna, I don't have to pay to reach anyone. So anyone that right. downloads my stuff, it's like, yeah. it costs me nothing. But I'm able to communicate uh, my value and the, your value as an example through a conversation on a channel that I own. So mm-hmm. when I, I was like, yo, like, you know, I, I, I've i always wanted to build a community around the Matt Brown show. And I never really had the the headspace to do that. Two reasons: one, I was busy running a, a very busy mm-hmm. services business, and I was trying to exit, and I knew I was coming to the states. And also in Africa, there's only like a hundred uh, startups who've raised money in the last year, and the US is like over 12,000, right. 60 percent right. of which is in the, in, the, in California. So there's a much bigger addressable market so now the timing makes sense for me to think about well how can i now do things mm-hmm. differently like take the audience from the show and actually give them a platform to collaborate like you said to connect yeah. with the most relevant people to uh, to uh, you know overcome this barrier of you know, how to scale a startup or a business and just to, hey man, connect to someone who yeah, I'm really suffering today. Like I have massive imposter syndrome, like whatever the thing is, but to create more connections so that I can make the greatest difference possible. Now all of that, that vision that I have for the show is not fucking possible on Facebook. Like it's not. And it's not it's not possible on Twitter and LinkedIn and none of that stuff. So then I went I went to God, Google, and I said, Hello, find me community software. And that's how I came up I found you guys by the way your website's like way better than anyone else playing in the same space Um, but i i think what i'm trying to get across to you gina is like i'm very curious to work have a conversation to you today to unpack okay so how does mighty networks now actually deliver on this promise not only for myself because i'm most definitely a visionary but to all the other creators out there who are um let's just say disillusioned with what web two options do or can do for them, you know, cause it's, it's ridiculous. Like like anyone that's. yeah. That, like.
1: So, so let me, uh, there's, there's a number of different directions we can go with that. And I think in terms of how we enable it and, and serve creators, we call them hosts because, you know, it's entrepreneurs, it's creators, it's brands, but it's also like normal people, you know? And from where I'm sitting, the things that are really important, like the, the the fundamental tenets of what we are building, or or what in my opinion, any creator, any podcaster, any entrepreneur needs to be looking at in terms of anything that they invest in, their time, money, effort, energy, also social capital. Like you've built these incredible relationships with your audience. And so now it, it, so so there's a, a number of different ways so let's start with some of the basics so number 1 um every host of a mighty network owns that mighty network now do they own the software no we are an enabling platform but you own your members you it's it is your brand you own the content and your members own the content that they contribute. We are not an advertising model. We are a subscription service. So the the way that we work is you pay us for the software that we offer. Um, So that's sort of number one is, and, and this is, so just a little bit of background, you know, before Mighty, I, Founded a platform called Ning, which gave people a way to create their own social networks back in 2007. And the, our entire ethos was create your own social network for anything. Like choose your features, it's under your brand. Like bring your people, and we grew that very significantly. So 100 million people around the world used it, and you know, by the time you know we sold it, uh, and. We got two things wrong with it. So we got a lot right. We got ownership right. We got, so, so one of the things I would just, a side note, I think this whole notion that like web two means that like you're getting screwed by social media platforms, like hats off to whoever came up with that, but it does not by definition and having, having you know, worked through web, web two. Web two fundamentally does not mean you're going to get screwed. It 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 is it's just Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, but YouTube less than than the other platforms. TikTok, any other social media platform, Snap, those are going to screw you. But they do not define everything that was ever built in the history of social software. So I just I'm now off my soapbox on that. Anyways, back to fundamentally it is, you got to have ownership. So we had that at Ning brought that into mighty. Um, you've got to have flexibility. You've got to have, like, it's got to be your brand, but also your choice of features. That's why that is super important to us. And in fact, something that we're going to be launching here, um, in the next few months is going to, to take that to 11 on our platform. Then you need to make sure that, that, It's not just about content. And I think that that model where so many people have come up in in a social media era that was about content, 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 and audience, 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 audience. And and here's the thing that that I know to be true, having grown up, again, in Silicon Valley, watched the earliest days of not just the web, but certainly Web2 and the social web emerge is you don't make money with content. You make money with the network effect. When you can create something, when you can use your content to unlock a platform where your, where your fans and followers are meeting and building relationships with each other and that the value that you are providing is not being on a content factory conveyor belt where I, I, I mean, I've, I my jaw has dropped when I have heard some of the pitches from platforms where they're like you should be posting five times a day and it needs to be completely native content to uh any other platform. I'm like, are you serious? Like that is that is offensive to me. So what what I believe the future is for any content creator is that we are all becoming culture creators. And the, the path to go from content to culture is on how are you creating a system and a network where you're, you're sharing, Matt, the way that, that the, the culture you want your fans and followers to have and build with each other in a way that scales well beyond you. Because guess what? We all wake up every day. No one would be listening to your show because they're like, oh, my gosh, I love Matt. They're listening to your show because they're like, I love Matt because he he's opening my eyes or motivating me or inspiring me or giving me that one thing from that interview that I can take into my day and be a better entrepreneur or a better parent or a better person or help me reach my goals. And that's why we keep coming back to. Mighty exists so that you can create communities and cultures that unlock your members fullest potential, that that together your members are going to get results and transformation in their lives that you just can't get if what you think the answer is, is that you're going to read more books or listen to more podcasts. The reason that alone does not work is because the world's changing too fast. And innovation, and even just getting your head around like what the heck is happening right now requires interaction. It requires collaboration. Innovation requires people actually having a back and forth, not just listening to podcasts. No offense to podcast listeners. I'm very happy about that. You have to then work through things with other people. And and so for us, it's all about how does a community let you connect with other people in a context of a creator or a niche or a topic? We call it your big purpose. It's the motivation for you creating a community and the motivation for your members to join it and contribute. What are they going to get for that? And then ultimately a community is amazing for helping people build new practices and change habits and create the lifestyle that they want that ultimately delivers that those results and transformation that they can't get on their own
0: so thank you for that um lots to unpack there so maybe let's go to the start so where do you start with this so let's say founders listening to us or creators listening to us right now and they're like yo this sounds really interesting, but I just yeah. don't know where to start. I have a Facebook page I got you know 5,000 people there. I, I really want to have a better experience. I want to create mm-hmm. my own culture and they resonate with all the things that you said. Where do they start?
1: Great. So there are five steps to an awesome community. Five steps. number one, you gotta have a big purpose you you, you, you gotta have the reason for your members to join your community. And for them to know what they're going to get from it, like what's in it for me. So here's the really cool thing about a big purpose, because you're th- probably sitting there th- saying to yourself like, well, Gina, what's a big purpose? So a big purpose actually follows a really specific formula. It's how we listen for things. Um, and, and you know, when people are listening for things, they're listening to like, what is it? Does it relate to me? And if if it doesn't relate to me, that's cool. But Answer that question one way or another, and then what am I going to like? If it is for me, what's what? What am I going to get from it? Or if it's not for me, what is that person that I can picture in my head going to get from this thing? You answer those three three parts, and I'll I'll share with you what they are in a moment. Um, you answer those three parts. You've done ninety percent of the work of creating a successful community. So, what is a big purpose formula? It's I or we bring together. So who are the people you're bringing together? So in your case, you're bringing together potentially curious, passionate entrepreneurs who in the next 12 months want to double their revenue. I don't know. I just made that up. Two, what are you going to do together in that community course membership? So what most people default to when they talk about community is, is, is I sort of think about it as like the learn, share and grow which is basically like, remember the old like Peanuts cartoons and it's like when adults talked and it would be just like the wah, 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 wah. wah. When, when it, learn, share and grows okay, but you can get so much better. So I, or we bring together curious, passionate entrepreneurs. So first of all, if I'm, if you're listening to this, I'm like, I'm, I, I'm a curious, passionate entrepreneur. Do I want to double revenue in the next six, six or 12 months? Yeah, I want it. Okay, now you've got my attention. Now you've got my attention. We call that person your ideal member. There's a person that needs your community the most right now. And I like to add the flourish of right now in all caps. Um, Two, then what are you going to do together? We are going to learn a five-step framework, or we are going to take and absorb a formula, or we're just going to share specific strategies for defining the next era in online sales or whatever it is. is. I'm Again, I'm making stuff up off the top of my head so that we can. So the, so that we can is, is the most important part. That's, those are the results. Like, okay, well, if I'm that smart, curious, passionate entrepreneur who wants to double revenue in the next 12 months, and we do these things together what's possible for me at that point well probably going to be a more successful entrepreneur probably going to have a lot more fun probably going to meet some really cool people that when we have the highs and the i'm 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 doing this pitch for you um, that have the highs and the lows of entrepreneurship i'm going to have a i'm going to have people to go through that together and i'm going to come out the other side smarter happier more successful and that's going to motivate me to contribute. Now, there's four more steps. That's number one. But you can see where all of a sudden in just that one sentence, and it can be kind of a long sentence, a short sentence, especially if you get people in transitions, like somebody who wants something or their life is kind of like, again, in this moment of rapid change or uncertainty or whatever. So and we have a whole, like, guy. I, I'm going to build software at some point. I'm, I haven't built it yet, but, like, I'm going to build software that's going to, like, get you, Matt, his big purpose, your big purpose. So then the four other pieces. Okay. So you got a big purpose. The next, The next piece you need is what I like to call your year in the life. Now, the year in the life is where do your members want to be a year from now that they you know, what what do they want to be able to do a year from now that they can't do today? And then if you help people get there over the course of a year, what happens for you as the host? So as a host, you're like, okay, well, I could probably have a bigger impact. I could probably help more people in more substantial ways with less work because they're not just, they're, they're like, I don't have to produce five, you know, five pieces of content every day for every social media platform. So the year in the life is, it, you, and what you're essentially doing with your year in life is you're articulating progress, the, the, the journey to results and transformation. Then you execute a, a community with three super easy pieces, easy peasy, monthly themes, a weekly calendar, and call it daily, daily polls and questions or daily actions, which I say daily, you can do them frequently. So monthly themes gives you a really exciting way, especially if they're meaty. So it could be something like goals and goal setting in, in January, something where members can contribute their stories, their experiences, their ideas. That's a monthly theme. It basically brings energy to a community, a weekly calendar. That's there to create a habit. So, even if somebody's not showing up to your Tuesday, we do a give and an ask day where it's like members show up and they're like, hey, here's what I can give this week. Hey, here's my ask that I have right now. And that might change, you know, and, and different people are participating in different ways. Um, everybody knows that that's what happens on Tuesday. Tuesdays and the post is scheduled and it goes out at 9 a.m. Or you do a live stream or, you know, th- there's something that happens on a regular weekly cadence because that's how we create habits. And then daily polls and questions, you know, again, they can be frequent on the days that, that, that don't happen. And those are really for making those sparks, those connections between members. So two people answer a poll, it's like they can start that conversation and, it's a really fun way to for people to share their stories, experiences, and ideas. Now, those five things, you got a great community. You can add to it. We, we call the sort of the expansion quests. And there's like four different kinds of quests with online courses or challenges or experiences or collabs. But fundamentally, you set up those five pieces, especially you just get your big purpose right, which is like not ongoing content. On average my a a host on mighty networks um can generate fifteen hundred dollars a month with 30 members they charge 40 bucks a month and post twice a week on average twice a week just set it up let it run and and then you know the expansion of quests and things like that it's just
0: because it's fun Hmm. so thank you for that um i'm definitely gonna i think
1: i i think i gave you the plan
0: I think I, think you I gave did. you the plan. I mean, it's basically done, right? I mean, there's going to be it's ten thousand people there already, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's great. I love. Uh, you know what I love about um, about what you and your team are doing specifically is you're not just like this platform play. Um, one of the things that I've seen and feel free to disagree with me or not, uh, is that you really do eat your own dog food. It seems Mm -hmm. to me that, you know, you're not just like, hey, here's software, go figure it out, you know, blah, blah. You actually eat your own dog food, meaning... You you actually build community your own community around Mighty Networks using the things like this five step process that you've just shared with everybody. You use that yourself to build a Mighty Networks um, community. So that's what's really refreshing about um, about Mighty Networks specifically as as a startup. Um, I'm curious to maybe double click on a few things here. So let's just say that I sign up. I touched on I was going to sign up um, because I'm really keen to do this. I'm hungry. And I'm sure many other founders are too. So I sign up with Mighty Networks and I figure out the, the purpose stuff and what have you and, and, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But what? how do I actually get people to my community? Are we still advertising yeah. on Facebook? Am I, you know- Oh, getting... great question.
1: So so number one, if you have 10,000 listeners, you talk to them. You share the big purpose. Hey, here's what we're going to do together. Here's the kind of the, the basic- Culture we're going to build in this community, and you know what what you will get from it, and also what we're contributing and, and building together. So, what are we building together? So, that's the number one thing. Now, if somebody's starting from scratch, and and you're sitting there and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have ten thousand people listening to my podcast because I don't have a podcast. Or um, uh, uh, actually, let me let me just. Let me make sure I don't lose the the direct answer. Paid ads don't really work. And every single one of us has something much more valuable. I, I I talk about it as like your people. You have your people. Now, we could call it networking, but then we would all, a little part of us would die inside when we say that. So you have your people. Now, here's what's really cool. There is probably a set of your people people that you know in your life whether it's friends family colleagues former colleagues people that you are connected to over you know over a shared love or a shared interest and so you have your people and you have your ideal member who are the people that you're going to focus on in your community right now and who need it right now there's an overlap between your people and your ideal member now If you're sitting there and you're like, Gina, that's like three people. Start with those three people. Now, here's the other thing. Every person on the planet has someone in their life who is a connector. They just are. Like the person who knows people. You know, it's like, oh, I know people. So if you don't have your ideal member, the person who needs your community the most right now, in all caps, in your world, You do have somebody in your world who knows people. And so I call those their people. So your people have their people. You are looking with your big purpose to get folks excited, clarity, and then excited about talking to your people about your new community and then giving them a really simple way to talk to their people. And then you bring your members in. And again, you only need... 10, 20, 30 people. We're not talking 10,000 people here. Why? Because in many cases, people pay attention to what they pay for. So you can charge, again, on average, we see $40 a month. And those 30 people are going to be very focused on the results and transformation that they're going to get. And they're going to get better results and transformation because they're paying. People pay attention to what they pay for. So then you've got 30 people that are having great results. They're like, getting a lot of value from your community, from that, we call it community design, those five steps are community design. And then you are creating an ambassador culture, which basically means, hey, this is our ideal member. This is what we're building here together. As you are out there in the world, let's bring in other ideal members that we want to build this community with, that we believe this community is gonna get more valuable from each person that we all bring in because they're sharing their stories, their experiences, their ideas. And that's going to give us more people on this journey to pull from, to be inspired by, to, to create a scene with. Scenes are how innovation happens, whether it's in Silicon Valley or Seattle and the music scene in Seattle or Topanga Canyon in LA in the like, the late 60s, early 70s, scenes create innovation. And so everybody has a motivation to bring more members in. Now, you might be saying to me, but Gina, shouldn't I just post on social media? A couple things here. So number one, social media got built by the model I just described. There are people, your people, their people, your community's people how do I know this? Because I watched, I had a front row seat. Like I was like one of the first 100 people on LinkedIn because my friend was starting it, you know? And so this happened and happens over and over again. So I believe that the next generation of amazing communities are going to be built not by posting to social media and trying to boost a post, but rather through clarity of who your ideal member is using this super simple formula of your big purpose Talking to your people, giving them a motivation and reason to talk to their people, for their people to, and your people to become your community's people, and for your community's people to bring in the next set of members into it.
0: Um, great. Interesting uh, point there. I had um, a network scientist on the show not too long ago. He wrote the book called The Formula. He's um, Portuguese. Mm. His name's Albert Laszlo Barabasi. Barabazzi? I anyway, difficult name to pronounce, but the guy's a true legendary rock star when it comes to the impact of networks. And basically the whole book, or one of the insights that he shared with me and it's also in his book is- be
1: me taking a note. I uh, know, yeah, you,
0: you go, you go, you, t- you take notes. Um, yeah. But uh, the book- um, in the book, he wrote he writes about one of the things because he basically studied networks in all sorts of things, and then he studied like what drives performance, and he looked at execution and this kind of stuff, and basically he landed on this, and the, and this is, um, you know, when performance can be measured, performance drives success, but when performance cannot be measured, networks drive success, and the reason for that is because yeah, networks un- networks are um are unbounded performance is bounded so if you're running 100 meters and uh, you can measure the performance i did it in 9.6 seconds yesterday or like you worked out this morning no big deal can, like you can measure it but Matt just
1: totally dropped like his numbers and he's like no big deal but like i'm just giving an example here so keep going
0: <laughs> so so this thing about networks is is really yeah. really, really 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 powerful right because in business you're not running a 100 meter sprint it's like it takes 15 years to become an overnight success like you know this yeah. um and so ne- the the influence of networks even this like a podcast is really a network building tool for me so uh, as an example i may hit you up in like a couple of weeks time ago hey man i'm really suffering with this thing like can you help me out or could you connect me to this person and you're mm-hmm. more than likely going to reciprocate because you mm-hmm. and i have a network connection makes sense yes which is what you were saying right so it's like well there's your people and then there's their people's people and so on and so forth so there's this network effect that uh, that is driven through the mighty networks platform right so but it sounds also to me that you need to really know what your your purpose is and like I wrote in my book, which I'd love to send to you, um, is uh, is like I, my dad once asked me, he said, you know, Matty, I was young, I was like, you know, nine years old, whatever. And he was like, Matt, you really need to figure out one day what the purpose of your life is going to be. And for the next 30 years, like maybe like 25, 30 years, it gave me sleepless nights trying to figure out like what should my purpose be? Where do I find my purpose? And then one day I realized, and it's basically when I started the show, was that you don't find purpose, you create it. Um, And this is what um, I want to double click on with you. If someone's sitting with us is like, yeah, but I've got so much value to, like I was speaking to a a founder yesterday, she's like in HR, which does HR services or talent strategy for for small businesses. And she's like, yeah, but I've got all these things that I can do. so much value I can add. You know, I've been doing HR for 20 years. Um, you know, like, how do you choose? Like, what, like, how do you get in your own yeah. mind? Because it's like, cool, and oh, what are we doing? Here? Are we trying to scale startups? Are we trying to right. create masterminds? So, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, so it's a great question. So number one, what's cool and important about your big purpose is it's not, it, this is not navel gazing. This is not about you. This is about who you are bringing together and the impact that you can have by bringing them together. It's also one of the reasons we talk a lot about you do not to create a successful community that adds value and brings just like magic to your members. You don't need ads. You don't, you don't need to have a huge audience. You don't need a ton of content and you don't need expertise. Um, what you need is clarity. And so if anything, a big purpose that the only challenge with just that language is like, (gasps) What if I don't want to be doing this exact thing in like 10 years? Do I have a per? No, it's it, 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 like, first of all, everybody, like, let's just all relax. This is about creating something that is living and breathing. And I always, I, I always say this, a community is forgiving. It's adaptable. It's dynamic. Unlike the content that you have to produce. Uh, if you want to live in like social media and 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 be on that treadmill, so if anything the the biggest challenge is clarity in terms of where where is there a need today amongst my ideal members? Where's the need? What do they want to accomplish? What are they struggling with? And then how do you create the conditions of of a community? such that you are giving them ways and people and, and inputs, if you will, for them to be able to solve their own challenges and, and create their own life. So, you know, coming back to, to just even as you're describing, who is probably a really successful, amazing person, you know, it almost it's it's sometimes hard. We think about ourselves as as hosts of communities as the as the hero. Like we are we are the Luke Skywalker. We are not the Luke Skywalker, we are the Obi-Wan Kenobi. And hopefully we live a little bit longer. So our job is to create the conditions by which our members are able to find their allies, find their their Princess Leia's and their Han Solos and Chewbacca's and R two D Uh and then be able to to craft what is that journey that they're going on. So so from from where I'm sitting, I feel like you know one of one of the other things we talk a lot about is is we have these five agreements of community design, and you know number one is try new things, number two is stay curious. As you're trying those new things. Perfection is the enemy of, of, of progress and communities are forgiving. So you don't have to be perfect. Uh, number three, our third agreement is reframe, reframe, reframe. So that, that amazing entrepreneur or potential entrepreneur that you're talking to, that person is probably pretty tied up in what are all the things I can do as opposed to reframing it to who do I want to help? Like who, and, and who wants who wants this? Who wants this now more than ever? Um and then we listen and adapt. Like don't don't show up at a community and start with like, "Hey guys, what do you want to do?" Like I just want to I want to be around, like just want to do what you guys want to do. That's not how you you host a community. That would be a terrible party and it makes a terrible community too. You want somebody that's like, "Hey, here's who, here's where we're going to start. We're going to try this thing." Oh. That is really valuable? That's not. Okay, got it. So listening to and adapting. And then the last one is just trust the process. Like the, the number of people who are like, yeah, yeah, Gina, I know you're telling me that I should be pretty specific with my ideal member, but I'm trying to do something pretty different here. Like you've never seen this community before. Like, and and I, I laugh a little bit inside. I'm like, I've had a front row seat to literally, literally over 3 million communities create it 300 plus thousand that are active and successful. What's the difference between those 300,000 that have been successful and those 3 million that were created? Clarity, clarity, specificity that people can find you and your community. People know what value is going to come from them contributing. And ultimately, you know, the role that each and every one of us plays, and I appreciate you, ta- you know, mentioning and talking about Mighty Community, uh, you know, we, we don't understand, like, how do you build software? Software is in service of people getting results and transformational experiences from communities with courses and memberships and all the things we built. That's why we exist. So this idea that, like, we're going to go and sell software and not actually use Mighty Community as a teaching community and as an R&D lab and just making things obvious for how we're going to unlock this new era of millions of unique and vibrant communities mastering something interesting or important together. So
0: mm.
1: hopefully that helped provide some context uh, and answer that question
0: it did thank you um if i may i'd like to add so because it's contextual i think it's really important this point around clarity because like so i had uh robbie kelman baxter on the show and if you know she's in your neck of the woods
1: i love robbie she's awesome
0: yeah she's amazing and so she as you know probably she wrote the book The the forever customer and so she was talking on the show about like you know what is the forever promise so you know, it's a thing, right? And like, let's use the map around right So like, uh, there's a lot of things we could do, right? We could help you generate revenue. We could help you with support. We could help you generate referrals. We could like this, it's business, right? Like it's how long is a piece of string? Mm-hmm. So why, and also by the way, I can get all that stuff in a dozen other places. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We, the world doesn't need another startup accelerator. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so the, the clarity piece is almost like the Robbie, baxter insight which is like what's the forever promise like if you join Mm -hmm. up with this community we will get you from here to there meaning i had another guy on the show yesterday uh brian Salih, and he's his whole thing is we'll help you add a zero to your revenue like that's 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 clarity so like that's what you you know that's clarity And, and
1: let me let me put it just just on the point of the world doesn't need another startup accelerator The world doesn't need another startup accelerator built in the model of Y Combinator and Techstars. But the insights, and and this is the place I think to look for insights that can give you that clarity because it's easy for us to sit here and say clarity and like, oh yes, we need clarity. And then you sit down and you're staring at like a blank notepad or you're staring at your computer like, what do I do now? What we have found and what we advocate for, and it is working for so many people building amazing communities on, mighty, and off, which is, what is that transition? So for example, if you're gonna create a startup accelerator, what is that transition? And who is going through that transition right now? And most importantly, and this is the beautiful thing about a community, who do they want to meet how are you connecting people to each other? And look, the, the connecting people to each other does not mean, oh, I'm going to get the biggest ballers in Silicon Valley to come in, and be in my community. That doesn't work. In fact, actually, peer navigation and peer support and and going on that journey with allies and 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 people in our scene. We're not going to, we're all not trying to create a scene with Reed Hoffman and Elon Musk. It's how are we creating our own culture and our own scene for us to achieve results and transformation that we want to achieve. That's the magic Hmm. of a community. And that's the magic that you, Matt Brown, can uniquely build as you get clarity around your ideal member. What is that transition that they're going through? Where do they want to, where are they starting from? Where do they want to be? And why is being in a community where they are sharing stories, experiences, and ideas with people on the same path so powerful? Well, one, you can navigate uncertainty and creating new things. Two, you can build new habits and change practices and create the lifestyle that you want. And three, you will ultimately have a speed to results and transformation that you just will not get on your own. Why? Kind of to your network guy's point, I'll put it a, a different way, but it gets to the same same idea, which is individuals have a finite amount of self-discipline. We all have a finite amount and we use it up. A community, and this is why innovation happens in a community, it happens in scenes, gives you unlimited, unlimited inspiration. And motivation and drive. And it, because it doesn't tap into, it doesn't tap into that self-discipline. It doesn't tap into that finite resource. You're doing things with your friends and you're doing things with people that you're, you're focused on something else. You're not just focused on, oh my God, I don't want to work out this afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the power of a community uh, that you just, you, you just don't get with other you don't get it with content. You don't get it by like listening to, no offense, like listening to 7,000 podcasts. I love podcasts. Mm. But like they play a specific role and community plays a different, and I would argue very powerful role that is underappreciated today because we all believe that, oh, like, what am I going to get out of another Facebook group? Like, that sounds terrible.
0: Mm. Yeah, doesn't sound like a good idea to me. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's interesting. Um, I think the the one thing that uh, I'm really hearing and and like wasn't very apparent to me, you know, having been on your website and listening to some of your content and stuff like that is how important collaboration actually is. Um, so like so here's the thing so you're gonna add we're gonna you know join this community whatever it's called we're gonna help you cross the chasm or whatever the case is or we'll add zero to your revenue in six months so that's great but like you said content like okay that's part of it yes but really it's about this well how like how do you collaborate so that together we can add a zero to the to our revenue So I'm curious because I haven't played around with the software just yet, but how do you actually enable collaboration, you know, amongst two peers? So let's just say you've got two uh, funded Mm -hmm. startup uh, founders. Um, They've raised seed capital and they want to go into growth stage, cross the chasm, get, you know, engage with a niche that's small enough to lead, big enough to matter. There's two people. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: How does Mighty facilitate collaboration there?
1: Yeah. So it's a great, it's a great question. And there's, you know, a, a, A simple answer. So number one, Mighty gives the host of a community the opportunity to define and give those two people permission to collaborate. And I think this is an under, this is an undervalued part of community. So what you do as the host is to say, hey, when we're here, this is how we're interacting. This is the culture. I, I think, for example, community guidelines and this idea that you show up at any community. It's like, do not be a horrible person. I'm like, okay, got it. Like, but like, how, why do you think I'm like a horrible person to start off with? Like, instead, especially if you're creating something that is paid, like you want to create a culture that says this is the positive things that we do. This is how we do it. So, eighty percent of enabling that collaboration starts with, all right, dudes, we're here. This is what we're doing here. This is this is, again, our, our big purpose. This is progress we want to make. When you provide that kind of clarity, what happens is that people start sharing. People start like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Or like, this was my experience with this. So for example, so I teach this community design course. Teach and call it a masterclass, just because you know we got to we got to pump it up, um, but it's also really effective. So I live stream, so I le- le- native live streaming in our mighty community. And first of all, my work gets better because there's a live chat going on, and they're all meeting each other, and they're asking me questions, and I'm responding, and they're asking each other questions. But more importantly, they're sharing their stories. Oh, I tried that, and that didn't work for me. Or, hey, this is how I kind of came out of this step of my big purpose. So this is where I'm stuck. And they're all helping each other. It's that combination of setting the culture, setting what are we going to do here together, and then providing that kind of live streaming. And then there's direct messages, and there's posts, and there's articles, and there's like all these different ways that you can collaborate. But I think that the piece that gets missed, and, and there might be some people that would have assumed that my answer to that was like, We have DMs. Well, yeah, we've got DMs because it's 2022. Of course we have DMs, but it's the combination and the way the the promise of a course works. And then the ability to live stream and be in a live chat together. And then the, what I call the actions that, that you have in what's a Spark course. So you like have the subject, you have people's stories, you've got an action, you've got, then from the action, your members are able to get results. And then from those results, you have knowledge. So did you see what I did there? That's that was a spark. amazing. Anyways, so, so the action piece of it. So as people are doing those actions that you as the host set up, then they're getting value from each other and they're collaborating in ways that if all you do is say hey here's my you know here's my here's my chat room you guys go at it nobody knows what to do so i would argue that so much about the actual collaboration comes from these these priming steps that are not hard it just requires you to 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 not show up at a community thinking that it's social media and thinking about like, oh, I need to have five pieces of content every single day. And I need to, you know, make it that, that it's social media content, social media content evolved to, to fight for people's attention when they're willing to give you three seconds. The hard part with a community is getting people in, but again, we've taken care of that with your people and their people and the community's people, but once they're in, it's about the value you have promised. Mm. and it is about the actions that they are going to take and the stories experiences and ideas that they are going to share in pursuit of the results and transformation that comes from that from that mm. big purpose
0: yeah it's really really cool i think one of the things that um that if i could re say what i heard it's it's kind of like when you when you are when you're working with Mighty or the the purpose not even with Mighty but communities in general like if you're going to be a host it's about not just the connections it's about the value of those connections that mm. the connections creates.
1: That's really well said, Matt. Really well said.
0: Because you can connect to anyone, like it doesn't right. like like. <laughs> I mean, where's not the R-? No, it's terrible. Yeah. But it's you know, but it is about, the, and I love the word culture. I think culture is something that. Um, and a cause, actually, is another thing. Here's the promise, so like, but here's the cause. Like, we're on a mission to you know, reduce the amount of small businesses that die every year. Right. But so when you sign up, we'll add a zero to your revenue. Like, it's it's about bringing all those things together. Yeah. And then I suppose what you're saying also is about, you know, using the mechanics of software to facilitate conversation, culture, behavior, uh, gamification, rewards, incentives, uh, educational courses, Blah 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 live events.
1: Well, and 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 that comes back to where we started. So I think we're we can Mm. we can you know end end where we began, which is it's also really important. Now imagine you have all of those tools and techniques that are in pursuit of results and transformation. They are actually there for people to get results and transformation, not to make Facebook more advertising money or Mm. like uh, like think about changing the terms that you reframing if you will engagement to culture um time spent to results and transformation and again when you're paying directly and you have a subscription and and you know people aren't there for all the things that you offer that, like all the content like this is one of the biggest mistakes i see people make it's like oh my gosh i have and by the way i've i've, I've made it too which is like we have 30 hours of live live streaming or 30 hours of course content or 500 pages of pdfs or you know and guides people don't want volume they want answers so if you can actually reframe in your head from content 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 where we've just been trained for the last 15 years uh, that you push content into a system and maybe you might make money but you know who definitely makes money all the people working for you know six figures plus at Facebook. So instead it's about saying, how can I pay somebody? And it's not pay. It's can I pay to belong to a community where I'm going to get results and transformation in my life? I'm going to get it as fast as possible with as little work as possible. Now it doesn't mean no work. It just means as little work as possible, given, given that big purpose, given that goal.
0: So Gina, what's your vision here? Like what kind of a world do you imagine in, let's just say, maybe even a Web3 context?
1: Oh, know. yes. So to me, what Web3 means is two things. One, continued ownership, value creation, and utility. Meaning it's about how communities become more and more generous and more and more valuable with the contributions that we're all making. So we... um we haven't announced it yet, but we will have an announcement soon in in a, a Web three dynamic. Already, uh, it will not be that we are becoming a DAO. I will just say that out loud. But but if you could imagine what you would want in a community in terms of native features, one of them would probably be token gating, uh, which we will have um, here very soon. Um, I'm mm-hmm. I'm terrible at keeping secrets. If if you haven't noticed, yeah,
0: no, you're so. Terrible.
1: Really bad. Really bad. So, but my vision for the world I want to live in 24 months from now is that anyone shows up at a community around something they care about, their career, health and wellness, other important interests. They see instant value. They make instant valuable connections. They can look around and say, oh my gosh, not only do I feel at home, because that almost sounds like, oh, I feel like I can relax. I feel energized. I want energy. I want you to feel energized, excited, inspired. And I want to make it as easy as possible, as easy as humanly possible for the host of that community. That's a member joining for the host of that community to enable that for the people that they care about and they serve and they want to see succeed in life and career and in problem solving and overcoming challenges that they're able to create that experience that today is not possible
0: amazing great answer well done Well done. Terrible at secrets, but very good answer on the other thing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Gina, uh, our time has run out. Um, I feel like I could spend another hour here. I've got lots more questions. Maybe we'll get you back on like once your launch is done.
1: That sounds like a plan.
0: Because you know, like also terrible at secrets. So I've uh, (laughs) I've got a new thing that I'm also busy launching. (gasps) What's your timeline?
1: Uh, It will probably, well, we have... Smaller releases, but the the really transformational release that we have coming up is in December.
0: Oh, really? Interesting. Okay, cool. Well, we must definitely keep chatting. So, um, yeah, I've also got to think because like it's to be perfectly transparent, it's very hard to really create the value that I have in my mind um, with a podcast. Like it's not, it's just a medium. You know what I mean? It's not a community. It's not a culture. It's not a network. Um, And so it's, I've been trying to pigeonhole the thing onto the Matt Brown show, like using the conversation as a reference today, as as an example, but it just doesn't work. People don't get it. Like, why am I doing this on a podcast, you know, or from a podcast host, but they will join Mighty Networks. They will join, you know, Riser. They will join like a different brand. So that's coming but it's mm-hmm. about taking all the, like the talent, like you said, like who am I connecting with? Like I've got an incredible brain stress. At, like I've got Steve Blank coming on the show next week with David uh, Skonthal. He's like the, uh, you probably know them also. But anyway, but exactly. um, like it's bringing these people, the cal- that caliber of brain stress to scale up. So like you are wanting to cross the chasm. You figure you found a nail to hit. Well done. Mm-hmm. Now you need to figure out you know, how to actually not die, <laughs> not run out of cash. Um, and so anyway, there's a lot of visionary work that I've been putting in there, like over the Amazing. last couple of months. And now, as I said, right up front, funny enough, like the US, man, like this this is where I can make the biggest difference. So very curious. And I, by the way, I literally spoke to my wife this morning. I was like, you know, web to this social media, blah, blah, blah. People don't get it. And I think your vision. I know you're a visionary. And I think what you're doing and have done even historically, like you've raised fifty bar already, um, which is amazing. So I think even now with I'm so excited that you said something about Web three because fuck, can we have a better sense of ownership? You know what I mean?
1: Yes, yes, you can, and you can do it with or without tokens. You can do it on or off chain, uh, and it's all here. It's all mm-hmm. happening.
0: So let me know when you're ready to make some noise. All All right. Regina, Sounds thank great. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Here. Cheers, Take guys. care.